Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. So welcome to Bluebells Forever podcast. And I've seen your name attached to so many beautiful photos of the current dancers. And actually now I know more from Bonaire uh, that I was reading it as Laura Lago, but I'm yeah. going to try to say it with my three years of high school Spanish. Lara? No, Lara? Laura. Lauda? Lago. Lado. Okay, say that one more time. <laughs> Laura Lago. And you were saying you've had to explain that in like, Yes, when I was in America, trying, I tried for two years to make them pronounce us right, and finally I gave up because Laura Lago sounds nice, also. So that's yeah, it's beautiful, but it's hard when people yeah. and you have to change your name to make it easier for people. Uh, you don't change your name; the pronunciation right. changes, but the that's name's true. the same. That's the same. It's and okay. then also, when they're reading your name, they'll recognize you from seeing your name on the photos. Hmm. So I really want to get into your history, where you grew up. Well, let's just say where you grew up, so that we'll look at some context here. Where okay, did you I'm, grow up? I'm from Argentina. I grew up in Buenos Aires. So that's pretty much very far away from here, from where yeah. I am. <laughs> How long have you been in Paris? I've been in Paris now for 22 years. I got here in the year 2000. The, ch the change of the millennium where people were crazy in America and buying water, do you remember? Yes, oh my people gosh, would, yes. <laughs> People would buy water and water and water. It's crazy. It's kind of like the uh, COVID thing of all the toilet paper. Like, I don't know. Exactly. It was the water in 2000. Right. I would stock up on chocolate and maybe some uh, some good books. Just <laughs> yeah. For the end. yeah. Uh, so you... So we talked about photography because I've seen your, your name on, that's actually what made me reach out to you. And then Jeremy said, reach out to Laura too, because how mm. you're capturing these, these photos at the end. And it comes up in so many interviews that people from my generation, you know, our photos were just kind of backstage with a Instamatic camera. And now yeah. the quality of the photos are so beautiful. Yeah. And it feels even more important now with the Lido closing that we get the very best, most beautiful exactly. pictures, but You've been in there a few times to shoot recently. Yeah. So and I, coming I, from I, the Lido, you know what it's like to yeah. be a dancer and you're feeling yeah. all that's going on with these dancers and where where this yeah. is coming. So the the first series I did Bonheur because the show I, I did the Semachic show, the end of Semachic show, and then I did Bonheur. And when I knew the, the Bonner show was going to close, I asked for permission to come with my camera. I was a, I was a photographer already. Uh, uh, I asked for permission to come with my camera to photograph my colleagues, mm -hmm. my, my friends. They let me and they gave me absolute freedom. That was Jane Sansby with, with enormous heart could let me get in. And she said, well, you know, this is, this is your home. I, I don't have, to, I trust you. you, you know the place. So I, I got this uh, free entry everywhere and I could come everywhere. I knew all the secret spot. And also because, because I was one of them for such a long time, the people that were dancing, the people I was photographing were my friends, were my, the people I worked with for, uh, during 10 years. So I could disappear 
they could forget me I was there. So I got amazing pictures. I went I won a couple of times, three or four times. The last the last series I did was from the last last day of Bonheur, where, where they show the excitement, the preparation, the makeup, the change of costumes, the you know the plan planification. You put the hat the hat of the boy, the boy put the hat of the girl. I gonna make my you know your 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 swimsuit or I gonna do this. I gonna everything is all this. You know, it's, it's, it's days and days of preparation for this last show. So I went to, to shoot this last show, and what we can see, I have amazing pictures. I, I have a lot of pictures, but in the, in the, in the moment I have, I have to do in selection, it was very hard, but I have 25 pictures of first series. It's that call, um, I named it uh, Dernier Bonheur, because the show called the Bonheur was the last night of the of the of the show, and you can see the all the lines preparation, excitement, party, excitement, excitement, and then you know when the, when the adrenalization this is ending. Some of the people were ending their career. Some of the people were going somewhere else. Some of the people were returning home. So you can see all that, the, the crying, the sadness, the excitement for the next show also, you know, was where everything, all the, all the films were mixed up. It was very interesting. And mm -hmm. then I did an, another series that called Beautiful Bonheur. And, and that's more glamorous, you know, the girls having their makeup, uh, the pictures on the stage. Always saw it from the backstage because what interests me most is to show to the people uh, what the people can see behind the curtain, yeah. you know, the little secret, the, the effort uh, behind our work because people may think it's easy and it's not easy. So I like to show that. Oh, yeah. So when you're an art or an artist or photographer coming in to shoot and you're not part of the show, you can stay kind of separate, but probably still be caught up in the emotions. How was that? Because this is also your last show. This was, yeah. So you're feeling all of the what you're experiencing and seeing them experience it. How was that for you emotionally? I, I, I felt I felt that I have to do it. The only thing that I can say, I felt that it was uh, for me something that I have to do to to close the circle. You know, yeah, and yeah. I and I also felt I knew the show was going to be from Dragone, so I imagined in my head that this period of, of coverage, as Pierre Rambert saw it, as the Lido saw it from the clerical brothers, is gonna gonna end with the end of honor. That's what I felt. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe other people think something else, but that, that's what I thought, what, that's what I felt. Don't, mm. I, I, I felt that, I, that it was my mission as, a, an, as an ex-dancer and as a photographer to, to capture this moment for, for history, you know, not only for me, not only for my personal, personal life, because the Lido was so important for me for so many years, and it still is, and I have this, this, um, this um, link with the Lido, you know? Even the, my last show I did in 2011, I still feel um, linked to the Lido somehow. Emotionally and in my heart, I have some so much, so much. I so I I'm so much grateful for for everything, you know. I, I because my decisions to stay in France, for example, if, because I was working at the Lido, you know. Yeah, that's why you came, which yeah. we'll get to too, because I really want to hear about your experience as a dancer. But I I want to talk about. So, were you did you come to the, see the show like between leaving Bonaire and now? 
And I know you've been no. doing photography. Have you stayed? No, I, I, I was doing my, my stuff. I, 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 you know, I, I keep doing the stuff that I and learning because my thing is learning. I, I, I really like to learn. Don't get my thing was learning. Photography was a big passion for me at the time. So when I, when I, I, I just bought a new camera, I started using it. So I did another, I did, I did another show as an artist at the Teatro Châtelet. Uh, I was taking pictures of the backstage, though that that make me, you know, the courage I need to 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 go to see the Lido and, and taking pictures. But I lost complete, uh, I I lost contact with them. I just recall them, you know, uh, when the Lido when the Bonheur was ending, and I felt that I I need to do it. So I went three times, uh, next to the end, uh, and then the last last show. So you've been back recently to shoot for mm. Perry Merve. What what got you to? Did you approach them? Did they approach you to come do some photography? Well, I felt uh, I knew about the ending of the Lido. I, I've been I've been having uh, having having uh, these news, these rumors about the closing of the Lido, and of course, like everyone else, I would say this is not possible. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not going to happen. This is a, the Lido is in our mind something like it's immortal that's gonna go forever. It's like a, the Eiffel Tower, the 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 just I don't know the the Champs Elysees, you know, it's something like it's gonna stay in France forever. So when the the rumors start, I say no, it's not it's not gonna happen. For me, it was sure not gonna happen. Then when I knew that the Lido is gonna end, the cabaret is gonna disappear. The bluebells are gonna disappear. The costume, the feathers, the heels, the the style, the patrimoine, all, all of that. The first feeling that I have is I need to go again and, and, and photograph in this. So I call against Jane, and I say I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I haven't talk to you so much. Uh, I, I, I was invited to the Lido for Jane when they did a new tableau, you know, the, 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 you know, the fantastic, it's fantastic, fantastic, best thing. fantastic. I was so excited when I saw recognizing all this song was amazing. So I saw Jane, I saw Petra, I saw Jeremy at the time. But of course, uh, we didn't talk about that because this is not gonna happen in in my mind, you know. I never even talk about that. No when I knew, I called Jane and I say, first of all, I say I'm so sorry. Everyone is going through this. It's, I I found it just unbelievable. I and and I feel like I I I have to come to take pictures again. And, and of course, she she called me a couple of days ago and she told me when you whenever you want. So mm -hmm. I went. Then when I went, I found. Uh, Petra, Jeremy, Jane, and the first sensation that I have, the same, the first feeling, I was like, a, I, I wasn't that reactive that when I went to Bonaire. When I went to Bonaire, I was excited to be there, you know? Yeah. That's the show that I knew, that's the show I, I helped to create, that's the show I participated for many years, and was my decision to leave the show, you know, because I was searching for something else. But when I went to see the show, I was, I went, when I went to see Paris Merveille, I knew that was the end. So I, I, I started, I maybe, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes, I stand there, my camera was hanging down my, my arms, and I was in, in a state of shock. I couldn't shoot anything. Oh, I couldn't wow. shoot anything. And I would say to, 
to Petra, I may, I may start to work. I, I am mean, here and just talking to people and, and seeing what's going on and, 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 and witnessing all this. And, and I can even go to focus, you know, it was so hard. To, to make my, you know, when you do the point, it was hard just because the emotion was so strong, uh, the sadness was very strong, that my eyes couldn't get to the darkness and to, the, to make the point, you know, to, to take pictures. That took me a long time. I, I started pictures maybe in the middle of the show. And then it's a show that I don't know. You know, yeah. don't, so I, I have to start looking where I'm going to go to take pictures. Everything changed so much. Uh, so Jeremy helped me a lot. Petra helped me a lot. She said, maybe this is going to be better for you, for the camera. That was the first night I tried to investigate because I didn't know, I didn't know the new, uh, new organization of the show, you know. And the second time I went, maybe one or two weeks later, I went with a new camera and I was more familiar to the show, uh, but I was more active as a photographer, you know, but, but it's, it's, it's impossible to get touch for what's going on. It's impossible. People is, is so, it's just so unfair, you know, it's, so, it's just so, it's unbelievable, but it's unfair. It's no, it's, it's not fair. It's just not fair. It's not fair the way they're doing it. It's not fair. It's not fair the way they're treating people. Uh, no artists, uh, the people from the restaurant, uh, the dressers, the the people from the from the office. All of them, it's almost 180 persons and people that have been working at the Lido. They were giving everything. People that sacrificed their lives for the Lido. You know for their career, to give the best that they can. And that's what they, that's what they got in retribution, and it's very sad. It's not the change that you know you're gonna go to, an, to do another review, or, or you decide to leave, or you pass an audition, you were taken. It's not that. It, you know that this, the, this is the, the end, but really the end, you know? Bluebirds are gonna disappear, feathers, heel, style, patrimoine, everything, everything is disappearing. It's just not, it's not good. It's, it's very sad, it's very sad. I'm, I'm very touched for the decision and, 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 I, and I'm trying to go through as a, as a, a morning, you know, because, yeah. because it, it, it felt like a loss to me. And yeah. I know a lot of people from around the world, the world that have been working at the Lido felt the same. Felt the same. It's like a, all the a, generations people I talk to, they're just like, I can't believe this. You just like you said, I think it's going to go away, or never going to go. It's always going to be there. And I know for me, I had kind of shut that door. I had worked in Reno and Hello Hollywood, Hello in the '80s, did several shows, and then kind of ended that. Become a mom, start a business, but so kind of forgot about that part of my life of how important. And then when I came back to it, by the first reunion, the second reunion, and then started reading books and connecting with people. Mm. I started to realize how important it was to me. So exactly. if I had, if I had not reconnected, I would have heard the Lido's closing one would have been, Oh, that's sad. But because I've been going back and I saw the show three times now, and I've been uh, connected with Jeremy and Jane and like these mm. people that make it such a beautiful home. Now I'm devastated like, in a different way than if I had just exactly. never reopened that door. But now that it's been opened, I'm really glad because I feel I need to grieve that for 
that this thing that made my, my career, my dance, you know, I was able to open a dance. It, it gave me so many opportunities and was such a wonderful time to be young and mm. on stage and mm. traveling and, and meeting people from different countries and different viewpoints. It was, it was, it was different than I'm sad. My college is closing. This is something, I think the history of it, knowing more of Miss Bluebell's history, which mm. I didn't know before made me really think this is really, really important. And so exactly. it feels like it's a, a, diff- a different loss. Yes because yes. of reconnecting so i think that honoring the grief feels really important Mm-mm. a lot because a lot of people because of facebook we've been finding each other and so it's bringing up the memories and people are sharing their photos and remembering in our body too like what it was like to have that career so i think to understand that what it would be like for you to be grieving while you're capturing this yeah and then you you said you're also sensing like what it was like for the cast like you said something was, of how hard working can you share it was very hard so i, I was saying that I talked to Jane about it and I said I never saw, uh, I've been through the, the Lido during 10 years, you know, so I, 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 I saw different cats, people were coming and going, uh, contract and ending, contract to start, and I said she did a, such a good job uh, recruiting these new cast, you know. They are, they are young, energetic, uh, professionals, uh, they are all beautiful, they are amazing. And, and you see how they shine every night doing their show and they keep giving everything that they can. And when they leave the stage, I have a couple of pictures of that, that you, you see them shine and when they leave the stage, you see the sadness in their eyes, you see them crying, you see they're hugging each other, you know, that, that, that can uh, just jump emotionally uh, at any point. Imagine how difficult it is to be that you know that if you are working there for like a, maybe 17 years, 20 years, 10 years, because I think one of the girls that used to work with me in Bonaire, uh, she's, she's gonna be the, she, she must be the one of the, 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 the oldest in, in the sense that you work in longer time, um, coming to do this show for every every day, and everything is ending like that, you know, and, and you, it's, it's still worse because you don't know when it's going to end. You know it's going to end, but you don't know when it's going to end. So it's like, the, the grieving is like a forever, oh. doesn't, doesn't stop, you know, they don't have a date. Don't, don't, uh, they, they can project, they can say, well, in one month this is finished, I can do something else with my life and project into that date. They don't have a date. The, the suffering is like a, it, it's not ending for the moment, you know, it's just stretching, stretching. That's, that's what I talk to. Yeah, like I, every opportunity they get to dance, or they're probably excited they get to keep doing it, but it also prolongs the gr- the grieving in a different way. Exactly. And I wonder too, like if you're working yeah, because for a company. Now, now, now they're sure they're sending. It's nothing yeah. that's gonna save them, you know. I think so the petition is, and all the hope of seeing that happen, and then to know that didn't or do didn't help. No, I think the petition was something that something good to show that the pe- people were thinking at the Lido. Right, I love that part. Yeah. But I, but I think I the people, me, even the people that organized it, they knew this is a big this is a big uh, enterprise, you know, and it's very hard to change mind of big enterprise. Yeah. When I'm saying, if you're working for somebody that you know cares about you as a performer, but it must be hard for them too, knowing that this new, the owners 
don't care about them the same. So to give your all on that stage is because your love for the Lido and for each other exactly. and for what's been there. It's not for, so to, you have two things going on. You're doing it because of your love of the Lido and each other, but you have this company that you, that is now paying you that really doesn't think, mm. doesn't value the but, same. But, but I think they, I think they, they do it also, how you say for, for the Lido, but also show that every single person that is in that stage and every single person that has been in that stage, they're professional dancers. Yes. You know, they're professionals. You know, don't they do their work as yeah. professionals and they give everything they can because they're professionals. Mm. You know? Those, I'm they, so inspired by that cast. They're, they're amazing. They, they are honoring the old generations also. Don't they know that? Yeah. That's for sure. Did you take backstage photos too, or from yeah. just the front? Oh, you did. How was that? Yeah, it's it's sad. It's sad. You know, people is just talking low. People is sometimes crying. I saw people crying and getting hug. It's, it's, it's some of the people that don't want to cry. You know, it's it's hard because after you cry, you have to go to a stage and do your job. Yeah. When I was there in April, I got Jeremy and Jane took me on a backstage tour. Yeah, so I saw for me, that. Yeah, said, so, so fun. Seeing, so fun and getting to see the backstage and remembering what it was like, what it felt like to be in the dressing yeah. rooms and in the wings. And it, it was really, and they didn't know for sure. They Because when I was there in April, the announcement, they I think the announcement know. came, they didn't know yet. So hmm. there was still that hope that that was still hanging over them. But just to of have them, like, have... Um, Eve, who I just thought she was amazing, show us her dressing room where she kept her pins and her makeup and show us the costumes and their enthusiasm and their pride mm. in the Lido. And, the, and just, I think they knew it was an honor to be there. So it was, yeah, it was just the backstage is a different, a different show. You know, there's two things yes. and, and they're professional Absolutely. backstage as well, but just to be able to, because they're all going through it. When you're leaving a show, you might be sad or happy to go do your own thing, but there's people that are going to go to do the next show normally. Yeah. It's going to carry on. So you can leave knowing like, well, I exactly. might be done, but this is, you know, it's going to exactly. come back in a different exactly. form. Exactly. We, we, myself, when I left, I, I remember I asked a sabbatic, you know, uh, that, that kind of year that you can go uh, one year. And I asked for, for that because I have a contract for, to do a, theater, a musical theater. Uh, so I left. Uh, and before I left, I, I um, emptied my my cubicle. Yes, that's so hard. You remember the little cubicle? Yeah, with your you put okay. your own photos up there. Yes, so I emptied it, and they said you can leave it because anyway, some one year I got through fast, and you can leave your stuff there, and the new girl gonna find another way. Don't don't worry about it. You can leave it. And I said, no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take everything because she's gonna replenish. She's gonna take my place, and she may need the space. So I took everything. And I remember one of the girls that was working with me. She looked at me and she said, "You're never gonna go back," and you know, and I knew. Oh really? Yeah, I knew I was leaving. Uh, oh. I knew I was leaving. I knew I was leaving, but I didn't want to leave with, you know, with the big goodbyes and the sadness. I knew my time at the Lido at, the, at, the, at that moment was ending and it was okay. I was leaving that decision in a good way, you know? Right. And you got to make the decision. It wasn't made yeah. for you. So it's different. It's different yeah. when you live like that. I just talked to some of these girls like that have, you know, they're from other countries. They've worked so hard. This mm. is the top. This is, they've gotten to, you know, the the best. So to, to do yeah. less than would be hard. You know, you move to 
it's a different, you know, it's such a different kind of job that you leave your homeland, you leave family, you might leave friends yes. to go do this because it matters that much. And so, yes, it's very hard. It's very hard to be away that that much. Well, you know, also, you know, the the the, the little contract go for a year. Of course, you can you can ask uh, you can leave before, but most of the most of us when we go there, we're trying to do all the whole contract. It's it's hard to be. It's hard to be there. Me, I, I was the only Argentinian, don't, uh, so you know, my English wasn't that good. Uh, my French wasn't that good. You know, I was in the middle of everything. Culturally, I was different from the others, you know, so it was hard. My family was far away, my friends were far away. You, you feel like you have to restart all over again. Don't, so all the, all the girls are there, I, I think, and they've been living in France for, for more than a year now. They know that, they know that feeling. And they know that sometimes the work is very hard because of the distance. It's, it's not easy, no, it's, not a, it's not a job that you do easily. You need to mm -hmm. train. You need to dedicate yourself. If you don't train, you you know you get you you get, in, you get injured. You you have to dedicate more than the hour that you do to the show. Yeah, you know it's it's hard work. Yeah. Well, let's talk about where you grew up and how how somebody from Argentina ends up in Paris. <laughs> well, I grew up in Buenos Aires. Uh, I started dancing at six years old, so I'm very very young. And then I did that in a in a school in a school in uh, Buenos Aires to became a, a classical teacher, ballet teacher. Oh. So that was I, I get my my certificate, my diploma very very early. I was seventeen years old, and then I knew the ballet that was too big to be a ballerina. Uh, even in my generation, I was the, the biggest one of the Argentinian dancing, you know. I was always having trouble to find work because I was too big. Mm. And then I, I, I need to, uh, so I, I went to explore all the techniques. I, I, I was an actress also. I studied theater. I was part of the theater company. Uh, I did contemporary dance. I did musical comedy, the, musical theater, all that. And in the year 97, I think I was, or 96, um, a company manager was, was uh, uh, hiring to an American company. Uh, I passed an audition in Buenos Aires and he took me with him. So I came to Los Angeles for a first stop. I rehearsed here, there a little. Then we went to Las Vegas, where we heard more, but the, all the companies were Americans. And then we went to Busan, Korea, South Ooh. Korea, wow. where we live, uh, I live for a year there. The show was choreographed by Christopher Childers and Susanna Childers. Uh, Christopher Childers was one of the boys from the Madonna, the girly show. Yeah, he was in yeah. Jubilee, I think, too, right? In yeah, he was Jubilee. He, he lived in Las Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, well, I, I did that in Pusan, and, and everyone would tell me, well, you have to come back to Vegas. Vegas is going to hire you very fast. Every, Vegas is going to accept you very fast. You have to go, you have to go. So, after I finished Pusan, I, I moved back to Vegas. And I stayed there for two years. I was working. I couldn't get to the big show just because my visa didn't allow it. Oh. I, yes, I, I auditioned for the Star, Star, Stardust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the Stardust? Mm -hmm. I, I auditioned for that. I remember they gave me my contract, but I said, I don't have a visa. Then they took away my contract. So I started, I started working 
in model agencies. I, I, I did commercial, I did uh, fashion shows, I did all, all, all kind of stuff for two years. Uh, and then spiritually, I, I felt like uh, like uh, Las Vegas, I did the tour, you know, I was working very well, I was earning a lot of money and every time I was very uh, in an American way, I had my car, my, uh, my apartment, my friends, my work, everything was scheduled, everything was right, but in the end I say, but I'm a dancer and I'm not dancing, I'm doing other stuff that is good, it's part of what I, I, what I am, but I'm not, I'm not dancing. So I say, I, I, I open manifestation to the universe. I say, well, I, I felt like I'm missing something. So show me what it is. And even if I scared, I will do it. Uh, so um, my life went on and I knew the Moulin Rouge was, was auditioning in Las Vegas. So I went to the audition to the Moulin Rouge. Not because I want to leave Las Vegas, just because I want to try to see the level of the other dancers. I wanna, I wanna do like a sort of test, mm. you know. And I went to the audition, and I couldn't stay until the, until the end of the audition because I have to work. So I have, to, I left the audition in the middle of the audition. I, I remember I approached Janet Farrow to tell her I have to go, and she said, "You're not leaving." And I say, I'm sorry about working. And, and the, the choreographer was crazy. I really got to, I remember, say, no, nobody leaves in Moulin Rouge audition, you know? Because <laughs> I, at the end, I didn't realize, but now that I think about it, I remember they were eliminating people. I will stay, but because I didn't have this vision of leaving Las Vegas, you know, I, I, I wasn't leaving it like that. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. So, so I left. I left, and I forgot about it because, I, of course, I, I left the audition. So I forgot about it. And a couple of months later, I, I got a letter from the Moulin Rouge, and they want to hire me. So that's how I came to Paris. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I did everything, Sherry, to don't come. I did everything. I, I asked. I asked for an apartment. I remember, and the Moulin Rouge beside me, but we don't do that. And I said, well, I can go to a country that don't speak the language. How gonna find an apartment? Though they said, well, maybe I can, I can, I can put you in contact with somebody that is living for another contract, and they put me in contact with somebody living for another contract, and I have my apartment. You know. Oh, Just wow. crazy, crazy, crazy. And then I came. When I came to Paris, everything seems, seems right, you know? I, I, I stay, I, I, I get to the airport. I didn't even could wait for nobody. Somebody from the Moulin Rouge was going to pick us. It was, it was me, another American girl. I couldn't wait. I was so excited. I took a cab and I, I started. <laughs> I understand French, you know. I, I studied French with, when I was studying for the ballet teacher. But you know, how do you learn language in the school? It's not that good. But I could understand what the taxi driver was saying. I could communicate. So, so Perry for me was like a very natural, very natural. Really? So, so I did this six months at the Moulin Rouge. The Moulin Rouge asked me, well, Laura, what do you want to do? Is you, you going to stay or we can do a new country? Are you going to leave? I said, no, it's time for me to go home. Uh, and then I knew the leader was auditioning. <laughs> so I said, should I go to the lead audition to see what they're looking for? How the people that get inside the Lido? How is the Lido, you know? So the thing is, the, the thing is, the, the, the thing that is, is, is nice to tell, the Lido were doing a tour in my country that I call a touch of Lido. 
I don't know if you remember. I've heard the about year, it. Yeah. 90, 95, I think it is. And I was opening, it was a fashion show before the show. Uh, this model agency that I was working, um, they hired me to do the opening number. So I dance before the little number. That I think now is just crazy to, you know, to dare to do something like that. <laughs> but well, I did my little thing uh, before the fashion show, before the little tour. Uh, and I got in contact with the dancers, of course, we were talking about the dance. And one of the dancers tell me, why you don't ask for an audition? You are perfect for the leader, you are big, you have very, very uh, classical trainer, it could, you could be good for the leader, what the leader is looking for. And I said, me? But you're crazy, what are you going to do? I'm going to ask, can you, can you take me an audition? I said, this is crazy, who could do that? And he said, but everyone do that. <laughs> no, so I, so I went, he introduced me to the person who was Stuart, Stuart Machi, and Stuart said, okay, so I, I did an audition for Stuart. I have a, a woman that was a dresser, Felicitas, was a, she was a Spanish, and she translated for us. Uh, so I did an audition, she said, well, I, I'm going to finish the tour, I'm going back to Paris, and I'll let you know. She gave me, he gave me a number, but I never knew about them, then 95. Five years later, I came to Paris for the Moulin Rouge, and I get in contact with the dresser, with Felicitas, and Felicitas tells Stuart, you know that girl that auditioned for you in Argentina? And he said, yeah, of course, I remember her. She's in Paris. Oh, she's, uh, she's visiting? No, she's working at the Moulin Rouge. What? <laughs> you know, it was crazy. <laughs> so he invited me to come to the show. Of course, I love the show. Was that Semashik. Mm. And then when the leader was doing audition, she told Felicita, tell Laura to come. And so I said, I have to go. And I did the audition for the, for the Semashik show and they hired me. That's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. amazing. Wow. Finally, not to be too big. I think that that's, you know, and when, when that's part of the beauty of getting to the shows is you're no longer feeling like you're exactly. odd or different. You're like, oh, we're yeah, celebrating you, for me. Yeah. You, you and you find that like uh, I belong here. Everyone's like me or bigger. Yeah, right. you know? yeah. Wow. So then you, how long were you in Saint Magique before it closed and you did Bonaire? I think a couple of years. I think maybe four years. Let oh, me really? know one. I did the first year Saint Magique as a bluebell. My captain was Chain. Oh, wonderful. Yes. So that was one year, and then I left. I left to do a ship. Oh, we did. Did you do Gene uh, and Ryan? I feel like there's a few things no, that we no. I did. I did something with the Rio Company. Uh, we mm. went to, but it was a disaster for me because I'm, I seasick. I didn't know. That. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, this didn't go well. Didn't no. go well. So I decided to get off the ship, and. And I stopped in Puanta Pitre, you know, the Caribbean. Then I went to Republican Domin Dominican Republic. And then I went to Miami. And I was living with a, two friends of mine, Paula and, and, and Juan. And, and I was saying, well, here I am in Miami. I need to find work. So I started doing, uh, giving uh, ballet lessons to, in Quilargo. Some of the teachers from Quilargo would come to, to, to take my classes. So I stayed a couple of months at Quilargo, uh, and then Shane sent me an email. Well, Laura, let, let us know your adventures. 
And I say, my parents were really screwed. My parents were no good at all. I'm seasick. I get off of the ship a month later. I went to Ponta Pitre. It rains. You know, Ponta Pitre is the Caribbean. The beach is a, it's a paradise. It rains when I went there. Then I say, I went to the Dominican Republic. I'm in Miami. And she said, what are you doing in Miami? I, I'm giving ballet lessons. She said, what, you're crazy. Come to Paris. I said, but I don't have a job in Paris. I say, reach and go. Pierre. And I didn't feel well calling Pierre because he told me when I left, he told me two things. He told me uh, not everything that not everything that we do, you can do it for love. Because I, I was living because I was married at the time and my husband was living with me for the ship. He was a singer. So he said not everything that we, we have we do with our lives, it has to be because of love. And I say, I'm mean, oh. on the contrary, everything that I do is for love. And then he say, and you and, and look well where you're going because you don't leave the leader to go n'importe où, uh, whatever, you know, you don't go the leader. You have to, you have to keep growing in your career. You don't, you don't go down from the leader. You have to keep going up, you Ooh. know? Yeah, yeah. So when he told me that I was, feeling like it, it wasn't, you know, I, I, I feel uncomfortable to calling him and asking for a job when he almost prevent me, you know, warned me. So then I, she, she said, but now call him, it's everything fine, you send him a message. So I sent him a message and he said, yeah, maybe I have a place for you. Maybe uh -huh. not for the whole contract, maybe three months, but you you would replace a girl that is sick. She said, I had the malady. So I came back to the Lido. But because Jane was telling me, come, come. I said, but it's only three months. What are you going to do? And she said, you find job here. You know, all the fashion shows and the, you, can, you can come here to replace the girls. You will always have work. Don't worry about it. Come. So I came back to the Lido. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I, get, I, I get off the plane. I start rehearsing and open the show the next day. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, crazy. That's so fast. But it was it was oh. the same show, you know. It was it was oh, a okay. bluebell, bluebell, but I, I changed my spot, and this spot much better was I was doing. I was the, in front of the time, you know. It, it was much more interesting for me. So what happened with Bonaire? You had you kind of made your home in Paris, and so when Saint Magique ends, you were ready to stay on and do another show and stay in Paris longer. Yeah, I, I went to. I, I did all the Saint Magique show and was always thinking going back. You know, I said, well, maybe go back to Argentina or to Las Vegas, and then, as as you say, as I said before, you feel that somehow you find your place in the world. You know, mm. my career was recognized. Uh, I was. Uh, doing important roles. I was, uh, re I was uh, uh, replacing the soloist. I was, uh, you know? Yeah. Then, then we changed the show. I said, well, maybe I stay a year longer. So I, I started doing the new show, I was replacing La Meneuse de Revue, uh, then replacing the soloist, you know? I said, well, maybe this is what I have to do, you know? Maybe this is good. I mean, what I'm going to do, going to Las Vegas, I don't have, I will have to do my papers again. It's going to be, you know, a mess. When here, Francis opened his, her arms to me, I have a job, I have my apartment, I feel happy, it's a country that I like, you know? I start having friends, I start 
speaking the language. So I say, let's stay here. And I stayed. So I took my decision maybe four years later. It took me a little while just because I was keeping this marriage that wasn't working at all, but I was keeping it, you know. Yeah. And then when, once I, I decide to divorce, I say, this is my place. This is what I have to do. And I decide to stay. Wow. That, yeah. that says a lot because like, there mm. is that wonderful thing of travel. But when you find home, like, I think how you said it three different ways, like these are your people, you feel at home because they're tall, but also Paris feels like home. Because I think sometimes we leave just out of boredom, but sometimes we know there's something better. But when you get to where, oh, this is better. Yeah, it this, I can be and, here and still grow. You're not like done. You yeah. can still grow within the Lido. It feels like they exactly. are really good at keeping you yeah. opportunities for something else instead of getting bored or complacent or like I need I need to keep growing. Yeah, and you and you feel that you're creating value, you know, that your work is recognized, that they appreciate what you do. You know, and that's important for the dancer, for an artist yeah. in general, that the people this uh, is uh, giving you a contract is uh, encouraging you to do better, you know, and to and, and giving all these opportunities. So it's, it's up to you taking or not, you know, you engage with these opportunities or not. But for me, it was was a sign, absolutely a sign to stay. I have so many opportunities, you know. Um, you you were there for the creation of Bonaire. So what was that like mm. too? Because this is Pierre's first thing of doing the whole the whole show. And I I just talked yeah. to somebody that I'm gonna that's gonna be in Seattle. Vic, oh my gosh, that was a choreographer for that show. That's actually. It was, Mick, it was Mick Thompson. Mick Thompson, yeah. I'm going to be meeting him Mick, in Seattle here in a couple weeks. Because Mick, uh, is, is, I, don't, I think he lives in Las Vegas also, no? Yeah, and he's going to be in Seattle. And he's a friend of mine. And so I'm going to interview him. And he's going to teach at my studio. So yes. this whole amazing you know, web that we have of connections. Because I thought Pierre choreographed the whole thing. But it wasn't. That was his more his no, concept. No, no, no. It was his concept. But we have two choreographers. Yeah. Okay, see, so this is so good to even do this podcast for two and a half years and still always be learning something new Yeah, of all the ins and outs and all the people that make things happen. So, so how was that for you? It's a different style show. It's a different concept. It's something new. It was crazy because we were doing the show at night and rehearsing the day. That's for once. We were tired. Yeah. Uh, We were so skinny. I remember because we used to work so much. Uh, we used to work in the rehearsing the some some studio from the opera, you know. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting to get into that show, you know, creating the show with us, all the ideas that that Pierre has, and working in in, in relation with with Mick and the other choreographers. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. He was so great. I think he's English. I think mm. he was so great. Look, Mick was more like. Um, like um, kind of dancer, dancer, you know, and the other choreographer, I forgot his name, he's gonna kill me. Um, he was uh, more theatrical also, you know. Like, I really like the, all the combination because, because with one you could really act the dancing part and with the other yeah. one you could dance. Both of them were so much fun. Some, both of them were, were really great, really great. The, the original cast was so good, really, really good with Sabine and Sabrina, uh, which is so good. The dancers, the boys were beautiful. The girls were great. It was so good. Oh, I, I love that you can find these on YouTube. So I've watched all of Bonaire. I've watched quite a few beginning to the end that you can find them. 
Like, I don't know if Perry Murray will ever be on there the full show, mm-hmm. but the shows I was in, like Jubilee, there's no video, but ah, I, it's right. just nice to sit and watch it, especially after being to the Lido yes. a couple of times and, and remembering what it feels like to sit in the audience and watch. So even on YouTube, even though it's not the same, it still feels, you can feel it different to know what, like what, mm. it, what it would be like to watch that show, even though I'm just so glad these things are um, it, saved it feels, on video yeah. and photography. It feels different when, when you go to a place where you work with, doesn't matter what is the show, you feel part of it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great because it's crazy because you feel like uh, you have some, some kind of right with the show because you were part of the, the, yeah. the place, you know? It's not the same that you go to a show that you're not related to or to a theater you're not related to. When you go to see a little show and you were dancing there for 10, 15 or five years, one year, doesn't matter. You feel like a, somehow you have a right to be there <laughs> with watching the show. Mm-hmm. And the music and the choreography just feel different. So while you were doing that, you were starting to do photography. Were you modeling? Because it sounds like you... Just to even list all the things you've done, it's all within the arts too, that you've had yeah. some wonderful. Well, I, I, I'm telling you, my thing is learning. I think it's, everything is part of the creative, creative process. Don't yeah. So sometimes take different ways, different faces, but the process is the same in the end, you know? At the moment when I was a child, was the dance, and then was uh, acting, and there was singing, and there was photography, and there was doing making films, and then now we're singing again, you know, painting. But everything is part of the same process, you know, and mm. everything get to nourish what I do next. But everything is a whole. It's a whole. Does it feed your soul the same way? Like, does each one kind of give you that same satisfaction as the because you're a creator because as a dancer yes. you get to do what somebody else created for you yes but to every, do your I own think every, I think yeah I think every discipline that goes participate in this whole different way you know it's a different way yeah. because when I was when I was uh, uh, dancing at the did I was more com- competitive because I was interested in the spotlight yeah you know I wasn't interested at all to stay in the line yeah, that wasn't my thing, uh, and I have the good fortune that they saw that and they uh, I could use that and they could use that. So because I, I was doing solo each and I was doing you know the important roles and everything, so I, I, I'm very grateful for that. Um, so it's, dancing was more com- com- competitive for mo- for me. Uh, when I photograph it more like a focus, you know, I like have mm-hmm. I have to capture the other the other person in the way that I see it, you know, it's not even the way that that person see himself, the way I see that person, you know. Mm. Yes, and when I and that, now my, my last thing is the painting, just because I felt that I found peace when I creating painting. So I, mm. I experimented with acrylic painting and acrylic and, and mixing photos. I, I did one of the one of the little pictures from Bonheur and I and I um, I start using acrylic with the picture. So I mix in photography with painting. Oh, and wow. I really like it. But it's an experiment for the moment, but I really like it. And then when I start singing it's just because I felt like I want to speak to the public, you know? I wasn't, 
I, I wasn't having that from the dancing. I remember Stuart will come to the lodge and say, stop talking. We, I heard you. I'm in the bar and I heard you. You know, with blah, 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 blah. So when I start singing, it's because I was missing talking to the public. They have this relationship to ask questions. That's what happened in the show that I do with the, the, the pianist Angelo Sursolo that we're working on it. I, I, I asked, I, I make participate the public all the time, you know? You feel more, I, I feel more lonely, you know? I feel like when I'm a dancer, people look at you and they participate in a way that is very from the outside. But when I sing in, I get, I have the permission to go and get the people, you oh. know, to catch them and ask questions. Are you okay? Uh, uh, do you remember this song? Uh, let's sing it together. Don't leave me alone here. You know, I have this communication all the time, all the time, and I'm and speaking and speaking with the public. When oh I was a dancer, I couldn't do that, you know? Yeah. Well, it sounds like it feeds different parts of your creativity, exactly. different yes. parts of your heart. Are you yes. doing the show now? Are you still? Because uh, I'm going to be there in two weeks. If you're singing, no, now I'm, I'm uh, now in holidays. I'm, oh, I, I'm going away like, on holidays. Like, I, I need, I really need to rest. I'm very tired, yeah. very, very tired. Yes, but you know, everything is, is part of the same thing. I'm, I'm, I, I became this year um, a Pilates instructor. Also, you know, I did all yeah. my, all the, all the, 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 the studies for like. Uh, it took me like four years. I start with, I start with the, what the COVID going on. Mm -hmm. wow. Just because, just because I felt I was very, I was having a lot of trouble with my hips, and a lot of trouble after dancing. I have uh, I, that one of the the, 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 the reason also I stopped dancing. I have a period of time that I stopped dancing because I was hurt everywhere. My hip hair, my back hair, my neck hair, everything was painful, you know? Yeah. I had an accident in 2004 at the Lido, so that almost cost me a career, you know? So uh, I have to, to recuperate of all that. And when I started re-dancing again, it was really good to discover that I could, do, I could dance just for me, you know? I wasn't done in the competition anymore. I was yeah. doing it because, because it felt good. You know, and in in all that a period of time, I, I trying to find a way to heal myself from all these. Uh, mm. You know, for for it's, I think it's from the career, for the heels, for the head. May yeah. also because because it's, it's stuff happen in your life that you get blessed. You know, it's uh, what it's, it's like that. Mm. So uh, I I got to I went to yoga. Yoga was good for a moment, and then I, I I'm. I discovered Pilates. Pilates just saved my life. You know, really, I I I, I recuperate all the mobility. I start. I I was having problems even for to walk. Yeah. So I recuperate my mobility, my 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 stretch, uh, my center. You know, my mm. posture, my dancer posture. So I say it has so good for me. I've been, you know. Just abusing my body so hard because two shots per night during 11 years is hard. It's hard yeah. in your body. So I say, it's good for me. I have to, I have to, you know, show this to everybody, everybody that wants to heal also. So I, I, do, I did this uh, formation. Mm -hmm. 
uh, from the Basi Pilates, Basi is a school in America. Um, it was so good. It was so good. I searched different schools from Pilates and then I found Basi was the best one for me. Mm. What well, was the, mo the most modern for me, the most adapted for me. Don't I went straight ahead and I got my, my diploma, my certificate. And so I, I do that also, you know, I, I gave Pilates classes also. So it's a whole lot of stuff that was going on this year. Yeah. I was the, the singing, it was the Pilates classes with the picture exposition, the painting. But it's how it's, it's I say, it's everything, everything is a part of the whole. It's not possible to separate, you know. Everything yeah, yeah. comes together, and one of one of them nourishes the other one. But everything has to be together. That's so beautiful. So I think a lot of people, when they stop dancing, some people went into corporate world and they just kind of closed the door of dancing. And some people say they brought that bluebell stature and poise and confidence into even corporate world. And some people, like I'm a massage therapist and I have a dance studio. So even though I'm not performing, I, I have that piece yes. that comes with me. And, and it's whatever people choose to do. But if you're that artist thing that there's there's just so many ways to, I would say like a flower to open that up. and Exactly. How you see the world. I do have to say your Instagram, I had so much joy. <sighs> and I felt a lot of feelings Thank looking you. at your Instagram. Even just the very first picture of you laying down at your exhibit on the bench. <laughs> It, it brings up, it brings up emotion. It's, I don't know. It feels like your heart is in everything and you've got some photography that definitely moves the emotion and then your mm. dance pictures and just to see your art. And I looked at the video of you. It might've been Monet. I think it was like the yellow kind of sleeve things hanging down. Yet I know that that the yellow is very old. The yellow is from Korea. Oh, is it? Yes, 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 yes. The yellow yeah. from Korea, but I have to I have to put some of the little stuff at the I'm on Instagram. I didn't do that. I have to do it. I will do yeah. it. Yeah, I think a lot of us are posting more yes. pictures just because we feel it's so mm. important to archive. Yes. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what that is, but but I feel like as an artist, sometimes things are just really beautiful. But yours, I feel like there's a, a heart, and it's just on Instagram. It's not like even going to a gallery and seeing it live. There's yeah, seeing yeah. the succession of what you've done. Mm. that I'd be seeing an art you know a painting and then a photography and then it's just so beautiful it just seems like there's a very giving generous heart thank that's you. creating these thank things you. thank you yeah, I think it's a it's a it's a how I say it's, a, it's part of, a, of my uh, creative process but it all, it's also part of the healing process you know I think people myself you can heal through art yeah you know yeah yeah so the all the whole thing just healed your heart your your loneliness your frustration your everything can be healed mm. so we can keep going you know inspire others and for me it's, it's art doesn't matter in which form yeah which i think with covid too we've seen the important like when things were going away and you couldn't go to see, you know, you could you could find art, but I think when people are like tired of watching Netflix and looking, when you see beauty again, and mm, you, exactly. you know, to go there, it brings us back to our humanity as opposed exactly. to exactly how important I, to find beauty. Yeah, yes. that's yes. why I think the timing of the Lido closing when things are opening again, and people like I have a show I put on here. We've got a, it's a night in Paris. It's a cabaret. Yeah, people in Seattle don't see sparkles, so I've got showgirl costumes, and people are just like. 
And a lot of people said, because we haven't seen beauty. And so add a little more sparkle and more the, the joy from the dancers. It, it's more than just entertainment. I think especially Absolutely. now because people have been hungry for something other than just, you know, here's another movie, here's another sitcom or Mm-mm-mm. another sequel. There's that original art that's coming out of COVID is interesting. Yeah. Did you, did your art change during COVID? Having either uh, more time or more? Uh, more yes. Are you, I, I, actually, I was pretty happy about staying at home in COVID because I, I used that time to learn, you know? Some, some stuff I couldn't do. I remember I opened a Pilates class because I felt that I have to move. And I yeah. said, yeah, I feel like that. I imagine people feeling like that. I was, I was giving Pilates class for Zoom like a three times per week, I guess. And then I was learning everything I couldn't learn. You know, I did all these Google courses, marketing, analytics, uh, all, all of that. But I also um, learned a lot about Photoshop. I never had the time to keep going with the process. I learned the basis and I learned when I do my school, my, my school uh, at Gobelons, you know, I, I, I learned what I have to learn. I keep experimenting stuff from Photoshop, but I have the time to, to keep learning at that time. Dog, I was pretty happy staying at home and having the time that never hard to learn, you know, yeah. to sit <sighs> and, and, and learn. That's where I wonder if the real artist is when we finally stop moving and sitting. And that's where some of those things will finally make it to the surface that we're covered up because of our busy busyness yes. of some of that truer yes. and even out of the emotional things, you know, the healing part. Cause I know I've created yes. things thinking I was helping, you know, I'm going to use this piece about my trunk, my loss for the audience. And I realized, Oh, this was also for me. Like exactly. I heal by creating exactly. it and sharing it yes. and saying it out loud and having it witnessed that it's, Yes, it works. It's so reciprocal. Yes, I, I, I think it's, we have to dare to do that, you know, to mm. take away uh, the, the pain, you know, and, 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 and somehow in an artistic form. I think people is very touched for that. Uh, I was very, you know, I was very, um, uh, I thought that was that would be too personal, you know, but I, I did a series, a uh, photography series, uh, like a couple of years ago, I start having this need of photographing women in red. So I, I, I will get on a, a, a voile, I don't know how you say that, that like a piece of tissue transparent in red. And they will be. Oh, I saw those are on your Instagram. Oh, yes. yes. Very powerful. Yes. So I start, I start having this feeling to do that. And I didn't know why I start, I got, I got my first model. I knew I, I want them to be all uh, Spanish speakers. Uh, all of them also with the same feeling on leaving home and starting all over again somewhere else. So I, I knew I want that. But I didn't know why. So I start, I start photographing this, this first model uh, and then trying to analyze, uh, analyze why. And the moment I have to put word to the series, I was getting too poetic. And one friend of mine, Joanna, who's a, com- a comedian, she will tell to me, um, you need to tell the people why you're doing all this. Why the red? Why the woman? Why they have to be a Spanish speaker? Why they have to be here far away from the home? Why all that is important for you? This is too poetic. She said, it's pretty, you know, but people won't understand nothing. You have to talk about it. So I say, it's too personal, you know? She said, well, maybe it's the time. 
So that when I'm saying you heal through art, it's because that's my own experience, you know. I, I did all these series of pictures um, that I understand it was uh, to heal uh, from losing my mother when I was 17 years old, you know. Mm. My, ma my, mother, my mother killed herself when I was 17 years old. So many years later, I couldn't, I couldn't never cry for her. I have, I have this, this feeling that I need to keep going no matter why, what, because if I didn't do it, I will gonna die, you know? So dance <gasps> saved me, Yeah. you know? And dance took me away from, from what I were, uh, who I was, to become the person I am today and to be in the, in the, in the place that I am today, you know? And, and at this point, I, I felt that like, I need to talk about it and I need to, to grieve finally mm. for my mother, you know. And this series represents that, represents the pain. It doesn't mean that it has to be dark. It doesn't mean that it has to right. be depressful. It's beauty in the pain also. You have the courage to go through it, you know, to let the God. Sometimes we are just in the... In the the you know like uh, we need to keep going keep coming that we don't take the time to to go through pain to go through suffering and it's important for us to do mm. it because if we don't do it we just get sick yeah you oh know? here's my husband uh killed himself 13 years ago oh and so there's the process that grief does i have yes like, two, two children so you're trying to take care of her and then the time comes where you have to sit and feel it. And I started, I did a certificate program on grief and trauma and like mm. being, being honest with the pain, because I think, yes. you know, for an artist, sometimes exactly. we just want to make everybody happy and entertainment is make people happy. And mm. the gift of sharing your heart with some other people, like I'm going to look at your pictures different because I now resonate in a different way mm. of that mm -hmm. loss. Yes. And so there's things well, that were speaking to me without me knowing it. Like there's, there is exactly tr when, when, there's truth in your art. Yes. And when I showed this picture to the public, the the people want to know and the people yeah. when I, I start telling the story the first thing that they do excuse me uh, i didn't want to you know intrude you and i say no no it's okay i can talk about it today because of this series because i did the work you, you did know? the work wow. and and i did the work so and they uh, when I, I keep going with the story and everything they say you know uh, that happened to me also you know yeah no, the people that is attracted to, the, to my work, even is pretty because you see it, it's pretty, you know, it's, 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 a, it's they are attracted in the mysterious way. And when oh. you tell the story, they understand why they are attracted to. So even it would be a shame for me to don't talk about it, you know, and people won't know my work won't be done correctly, you know. As an artist, I think we need to talk about pain. We need to talk about what's going on in our, in our life and transforming it art to touch people's heart and to show them beauty. Wow. I'm just, I'm feeling all the emotions because I know <laughs> I, I knew I felt something when I was looking at your photography, your paintings, but I knew I felt something and, the, and I'm now I can picture all those in the red. Mm. And if, and to not talk, I think to talk about it helps us to understand like, oh, that touched me because I've also been grieving and this, exactly. br this brought up something else to heal exactly in, in a beautiful way. Yeah. So that's interesting that I felt so yeah. much about your Instagram. Cause yeah. I always look at yeah. everybody's Instagram yeah. to see what shows they did. But when I started looking through your photography and your art, I'm like, I'm feeling 
So that that's beautiful that it comes through. And yes. I would love to be, I would love to be in an exhibit and see mm. it all, to, you know, and to, I just think that would be a beautiful experience to, mm. to hear the story of the artist, like why, why they created it. Yeah, it's, it's a serious, like, like grieving it is. I think grieving is something like, I won't say it's eternal, you know, because you go to different process of grieving. Yeah. I, I say, right, is grieving or griefing? Uh, we say grieving. Grief is grieving, F, grieving. when it's one. Ah, grieving okay. is the yeah. Okay, okay. So I think it's a, it's a different uh, periods of grieving, but the grieving is, can be during all your life, you know, that person missing during all your life. But the pain, it gets better. It gets it does. better. Yeah. It does get better. It does get better. But you have to put it out. You have to just face it and put it out and talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and show. And art and, does it different show, than just. Yes. And show to people that it's possible, you know? Yeah. That it's possible There's a piece of hope. Going. Yes. And I, we're going to end here, end here in a minute, but I know that even how we were talking before that you were shooting this new cast and you're seeing yeah. the joy, the professional, but you're also seeing the grief. Yes. And I think that that's a lot of the things I've been processing and reading too, that having your grief witnessed is really powerful. It's different than we go to our own room and cry. So to have you capture this on film, not just flat of their grief, you're, you're yes. sensing it and feeling it and you're capturing something instead of like, yeah, it's all happy. We're all going to be the last bluebells. I think there's something mm. so beautiful in having it witnessed by someone who was yeah. a bluebell, who is a photographer, who is an artist, because it's the whole, it's the whole story, you know, as a dancer, yes. we're exactly. not going to do this forever. Exactly. So exactly. Is there the anything story. when people see these pictures, like what matters to you of keeping this legacy preserved and out there for people to witness? Is there something that you want to be felt and seen when people see these photos i i want i want people to know that closing the lid is a bigger mistake that french culture is doing it i want i want people over the world to know that yeah yeah but, that's like people that yeah. are just seeing like wait how can this close this is so beautiful they're so confused it's by no it. it's no it's not only beautiful you know it's not only beautiful, it's so much stuff going on behind the Lido, you know, uh, that is not only beautiful. Beautiful is not enough. Right, right. You know, uh, it's history behind uh, the people, the, the dancers, the bluebird girls, the, blue, the Lido boys, they are at the Lido because it's um, the high one of the highest positions they can achieve, you know, yeah. being part of, being part of the history. It's not, I'm not saying the little the best show in the world. I'm not saying that, or the best world that they can have. I'm saying, I'm saying everyone that went being part of the cast of the Lido, they know now were being the cast of how we know, Sherry, that, that you say and you realize later, and as I realize later, as my friend will tell me, but you don't realize, you've been of the, part of the Lido, you know? We don't realize because we've been part of the Lido, because for us the Lido would be immortal, you know, would be eternal for all. Well, now it's ending, and it's the biggest mistake that France, France is making. I can believe that no one in the government, you know, no one, it, it, nothing, nothing being done to stop it. 
yeah no no about the employees you know from other people you know from politics i don't know uh, i think it's a big mistake i want people to know that it's the leader not only beautiful the leader is not only feathers or it's not only glamour it's so much work behind and it's in a style and it's in a school and it's a patrimoine and it's a history behind you know mm. and and we are losing it yeah and then we when things are gone, it. then you're like, how did this happen? Why didn't, well, I kept thinking like somebody's going to stop it. Like this is yes. history. This is a landmark. There's all the things that exactly. feel like it should have made it where somebody said, we have to preserve this. Exactly. Exactly. So, so oh. when, when I do my picture, when I take my pictures, I, I feel like uh, I need to show the people what they are losing it, you know? Yeah. So when people want to see your work, you have your Instagram. Yeah, I have my Instagram and I have also a, a website. Your website? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with all that. And Instagram, oh, sometimes I'm, 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 I'm mixing. Because I remember when I, when I came to France, they, say, they, tell, they told me French people don't like you to mix up your, your professions. So you are a dancer or you are a singer or you are a photographer or you can... <laughs> So I've been keeping my Instagram only for photography, you know, until I think uh, two years ago and I said, <laughs> you know, this is how I am. Right, this that's is, all those this things. This is who I am. I'm all this thing. I won't keep separating my life like that. Though. So I have an Instagram for my Pilates classes, for my, 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 my clients. And then I have another Instagram for photography, but also when I go to a stage, but also when my, my old works, uh, everything is there. I have an artistic Instagram where it gets into everything that I do. No, oh. You can find it Laura Lago one point fr, como France. Okay. Okay. And my, my, my website is, is the same, Laura Lago point fr. I'll put a link can... in the, when the podcast yeah, comes Yeah, that would be good. That so would people be great. can find yeah. it. And then yeah. also any photos we can share because I know that all the dancers treasure the photos that we have, yes. but to have you do this with the point of view that you have is just, there's so much value in that, that mm. it not, it matters to these dancers that you're capturing, but it matters to all of us bluebells from all the generations back. Every time I post pictures, people love seeing that, but even more so now to go, this is, these are the girls and boys that are representing all the way to the end. Exactly. And they're doing exactly. this for yeah. yeah. Well, this was wonderful. I, my heart is just like full and I'm feeling all the emotions <sighs> right now. And I think when people are listening, cause we really don't know what to do with this. People were angry and confused and sad and yes. it's nice they, that we they, can do it together. I think like, they still, they still like that. that that's yeah. how I felt when I went. I yeah. talked to the dressers, you know, I talked to the, the, the guy from the, the machines, uh, how you call I don't know how you say in English and French is ma machinista. I talked to oh, the, yeah. the girl from the restaurant. I, I talked to everybody and it's a lot of frustration, a lot of uh, colère, uh, a lot, a lot of sadness. Yeah. Yes. I think if we can at least do it together, you know, like by looking at the photos, listening mm -hmm. to the stories, knowing that we are not going to let this fade into the background, exactly. even like we are going to keep telling these stories and like, this is, this is important. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I wish you were there when I was there. I would love to take you out for coffee or so. This you're not going to be when you're going. When you're going to be here? July nineteenth to the twenty fifth. No. No. Okay. 
I know no, there's a few I'll people be, I wanted to meet up with. Like, I'll oh, be in everybody's Spain. on holiday. We'll be, be in Spain. Spain. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I plan on being back several times. So um, it's, we'll I just met next time. Oh, yeah, I just feel honored to have met you. So best to you. And I look forward to seeing more of the photos because they're very cherished. I will send it to you by mail. Don't worry about it. I would find. Yeah. I will do a mix up and say my chic and bonheur. Yeah. And then some of your beautiful photography too will showcase. Best to you, my friend. Thank you.